Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School this morning. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning, Apostle. All right, this morning we are talking about you are already healed. So let's have a word of prayer, and we'll go ahead and step right into it. Well, Father, we thank you. We praise you today in the name of Jesus, and we are so excited, and we thank you for healing school today. In the name of Jesus, you are here. You are the healing one, and you are with us. You are in this class today, not to be healed or for yourself, but you are here for us, and we praise you for it now. So we receive your word today. We receive your truth today. We receive it in Jesus' name. We are excited about what you are saying today, and we thank you for it now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Now, I have a special word for you today. You already healed. That's the special word for today. You are already healed. Pardon? Are we recording? Yes. Okay. Now, Winston Churchill in England was speaking in the, in the graduation, and they built it up, and it said, Winston Churchill, ladies and gentlemen, he was the, the speaker, and he said, he got up and said, never, never, never quit, and he walked off. <laughs> now, that's profound. Now, what am I saying? God has already healed you. And people say, well, you know, Amen, and they have that piece of information, but they really don't believe they're healed until they feel something or see something. Now, we have prayed with so many people, and the power of God was there. And we say, you are healed. And people say, well, I'm going to the doctor to see if I'm healed. Well, that's where you lost it. Now, you see, if you are healed, People will say, Helen, I'm going to say I'm healed. And then if I say it, I will be healed. But that's not how it works. You say that you are healed because you really know that you are. So, so many people say, well, how can I say it if I don't feel it, if I still have this pain and this sickness? But do you know what the Bible calls that? Let me see what the Bible calls that. The Bible calls that carnality. That's what it is. If you say, how can I believe I'm healed when I still have my headache, when I still can't move? The Bible calls that carnal. Carnal doesn't necessarily mean sinful. All sin is carnal. You know, it's, 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 it's sin. But all carnality is not sin. Stay with me here. There are some things that will weight you down and stop you from receiving what God has for you. And one of the things is unbelief. Somebody said, well, how can I say I'm healed if I haven't seen the right result? And that's what's called kernel, which simply means you are controlled by your five senses. Some people don't believe anything that's real unless they can taste it, see it, smell it, and hear it. And that's what the Bible calls kernel. 
So if you say, well, I'm healed. I'm going to confess that I'm healed. I'm going to, you know, act like I'm healed. And then God is going to heal me. That's what the Bible calls carnal. You have to get to a place where, you know, you know you are healed, regardless of how you feel. And somebody said, well, how can you do that? I would be a hypocrite. I would be lying to say I'm healed when the truth is I hurt, I have a fever, and I have all of these symptoms and these problems. It just consider what you consider is the real you. Now, we do a teaching on spirit, soul, and body, which we're not going to go into today. But listen, here's the point. There's more to you than just your physical body and your soul is real. There's a third part to you, which is your spirit. See, it can't be seen, it can't be felt, and it's impossible to contact your spirit in any way except believing what the Word says. Now, John chapter 6 and verse 63, Jesus was speaking. He said, the flesh profited nothing. It's the spirit that quickened it. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. What we're saying, God's word revealed to us, Helen, spiritual truth. Yeah. It re reveals what? Spiritual truth. What do you say? Yeah, it does. Uh, there is, you know, I don't think there's any way uh, possible for us to know spiritual things. Except we are in the Word of God. <clears throat> and that's something, uh, that's a case I think you and I have been trying to make for quite some time now. Not that we have to make the case, but help others to understand because it yeah. is, and it will always be that way. Some know it and some have not tapped into it yet. But there, it is just impossible for us to know and understand spiritual things separate and apart from the word of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. But look at what Jesus said. It's the spirit that quickened it, the flesh profit nothing. The words, pay attention to words here. The words that I speak unto you, see he's talking to you today. They are spirit and they are life. That's what they are. They are spirit and they are life. Now, you have to receive that. You got to believe that. You have to believe it to the point where your no knows that is true. And when your no knows that is true, let me tell you, things begin to change. Now, again, all sin is carnal, but all carnality is not sin. Okay? See, there are things that will stop you from receiving from God that's not sin. Some others say, well, how can I believe these things if mm -hmm. I just, I haven't seen any results? But you see, again, that's kernel. 
You're being controlled by your five senses. And this is what blocks people from receiving, watch this, what God has done. What he what? What he has done. Some people say, well, when I feel better, I'll know I'm healed. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You have to get to a place where you believe you are healed, regardless of what it looks like or feels like. Somebody say, well, man, but won't I be lying if I, if I did that? If I said I'm healed, you know, but I'm hurt. See? What's the real you? That's a question. What is the real you? Is the real you who you see in the mirror every day? No, that's not the real you. Is the real you that voice up there in your head? No, that's not the real you. There's a third part, if you say it, which is your spirit. Your spirit cannot be seen. It cannot be felt. It is impossible to contact your spirit except through believing what the word of God says. Now, again, Jesus says the flesh profited nothing. So it's the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profits nothing. Hear that. Jesus said the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. What are we saying? God's word, Helen, revealed to us spiritual truth regardless yes. to what we feel. Yeah. And you see, people have a disconnect. They can't believe anything is true unless they can feel it. If it's not in their emotion, it doesn't exist. And we mm-hmm. have a lot of Christians that go through the motions and say, yeah, I'm healed. But they're saying and acting on and hoping instead of acting because they believe that they already are healed. See, it's a heart condition. That's what it is. It's a heart condition. Now, you are in the school today. You are hoping and believing that you are healed when we leave today. Listen. The truth is, see, Helen and I, we are the catalyst. We're agreeing with you. But listen, that's not God's best. You know what the truth is? You are already healed. Jesus did everything already for you to be healed. The scripture says, by his stripes you were healed. First Peter 2.24. See, Jesus had already done his work. And it's over. But it's in your spirit, and you have to draw it out of your spirit and manifest it into your flesh. Jumping in the way you want, Helen. Now, in Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. See, you have to get this attitude that God has already done it. Somebody said, well, I'm waiting on God to touch me. I'm waiting on God to release his power. He already has. It's in your spirit. And it's up to you when you receive it. Praise the Lord. See? I want to look at Deuteronomy 30. Pardon? Let me look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20. Yes. You know, I like what you're saying, Larry, about how the word of God, the healing, 
our healing has already been provided for us, but it is provided through the word of God. That's right. And when, and when we act on what he has said, that's when it manifests. And, and then you also said that sometimes we wait to see our healing and then we fall short because with our natural eyes, that's how we, how we tap into believing. We think seeing is believing. But when you're dealing with spiritual things, it's believing first that causes yes. us to what? See. So right. look, look, as you were speaking, this came up in my spirit. Deuteronomy 30, Deuteronomy 30, and we're going to look at verses 19 and 20 because this is what, this is God speaking to us about our healing. Let me know when you're ready, Larry. Okay. All right, Deuteronomy 30 and chapter nine, chapter 30, verse 19. He says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have. Look at that verse. I have. Now, I'm not going to. He said, I have already. We're talking about you are already healed this morning. He said, I have already set before you what? Life and death. Yes. I've done this already. I've said before you blessing and cursing. And look how, look, 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 look at the bottom part of that verse. Therefore, choose life. The understood subject there is you. You choose life. You choose healing. Are you, wow. are you listening? That's that good. both, that both you and your seed, what? May live. May live. That both you and your seed may be what? Healed. Look at verse 20. That thou mayest love the Lord thy... See, these are commandments. These are not suggestions. He's showing us what he's done. And then we, when we act accordingly, the angels go into operation to cause what God has said to manifest. That's the way spiritual things work. Let me finish reading. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God. And that thou mayest obey. See that word? There's another action word for us. That thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest what? Cleave unto him. Unto who? Unto God. That thou mayest cleave unto him for he is. See, when he says he is, his word is your life. Your, your healing is tied up in, in God. He is your life. He is my That's life. Good. He is all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And he is the length of our days. In, in, in Psalms 91, it says, I will satisfy you with what? Long oh. life. I'll satisfy you. He didn't say you, your days are numbered by my will. He said, no, what are you satisfied with? You see, and the length of your days. That thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to what? Give them. Well, aren't you a descendant? Aren't we all descendants of Abraham? Yes, we are. We are his seed. The Bible says, Abraham, can you number the, can you number the stars? Well, who can number the stars besides God? 
He said, well, that's how many descendants you have. Guys, that's us. That's you. You're listening to us out there. That's each of us. But we have to begin to go into 2021. He's telling us about abundance. Now, we've been hearing that word all of our lives. But you know what makes the difference? When you get a word from the Lord, hello, somebody. Are you listening to us out there? When you oh, yeah. get a, it's called a rhema word. That means it's revealed to you. You know, he said it's not hidden from you. It's hidden what? For you. For you. So, so some things have been hidden for us from, from the beginning of time, not from us, for us. And God reveals it in his timing. So we've been hearing that rain. We've been hearing the word abundance. And thank God it is God's word. But when he gives you that rhema word, you can take it to the bank. <laughs> That's right. See that word right there? Obey. In verse 20. Obey. That you may obey his voice. We heard his voice for 2021. He told us abundance and understanding of spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Abundance is coming your way. How is that going to happen? Not just in your finances. You know, abundance encompasses, encompasses all things. Your health, your children, your finances, huh? your workplace, come on, your businesses, right. come on, your home, your community. If it's yours, he's talking about you and everything mm-hmm. that you own. He said abundance. Abundance is coming our way in 2021. Because God said so. That's and right. all we have to do is what? Obey his voice. Well, child of God, I don't know about you, but I'm believing God. And I'm just obeying him. So I have to speak this word. Yes, see, this is how we get in on it. This is how we act on it. You say what he said. We don't say what we see. Apostle is talking about in the February partner letter. I hope you read it when you get it. He's saying we have to be abundant minded. We yeah. must be abundant minded. If we keep talking about everything that we are feeling, see, we are feeling. What are you feeling? You know, you might be feeling a pain in your body right now. We're not trying to deny that that pain exists. I get up with pain all the time. But here's how I deal with those pains. I speak the word of God over those pains rather than go and tell uh, my husband, oh, honey, I, I, I tell you, I don't know how I'm going to make it this morning. I, I, I don't know. I just need God to help me. I don't know. No, I don't do that. And if we've been talking like that, Child of God, we need to change our vocabulary. What What do you do with that? You say, well, how do I handle that? Well, the pain is there. Yes, it is. Well, go and see what God said about it. Mm-hmm. And then you speak that. You tell that pain. Now you listen to me. Yeah, talk to yourself. Talk to your body. If your body, you can talk to your body. You can tell your body what the word of God says. Yes, you can. People might not understand that. You know why? Because the Bible says we are peculiar people. That's a part of our peculiarity, you know. They think we're speaking 
to ourselves, they think we've lost our mind. But we are speaking spiritual words over natural circumstances. And let me tell you, when the when the spiritual and the and the natural come together, one of those is going to move and it is not going to be the supernatural. That's right. The natural is going to flee every time. So getting back to how we do it, you speak the word of God over that pain in your body that you feel in the morning. And and then have faith that the word of God is going to take care of that pain. Don't go uh, uh, put it on blast. If we've been doing that, as Apostle is talking about in our February partner letter, it's time to change up the way we say things. It's time, time to change our prayers. It's time to change our vocabulary. Yeah, it's there. Sure, it's there. You feel it. But we don't want to be feeling, feeling, and need-minded. We want to be what? Abundance-minded. God has given us that word, and we have to find ways to lay hold to it. Lay hold to it. I promise you, when we begin to operate from that perspective, watch this. That pain in your body has to line up with the word of God. It will. Yeah. It will. It will. Your body, you were created by God to have exactly what you say. And oh my God, when you mix it with faith, where's your faith coming from? Right here in this word we just read, Deuteronomy chapter 30, any word of God, any promise of God, that's where your faith comes from. Your faith comes from the fact that God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. You see that? Yes. That's, your, that's, that's right. where your faith comes from. And what did he say? I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. See, those, what is he saying against them? That I've already done this. Now I want you to pay attention to it. That I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore you choose life. That both you and your seed may live. That's right. What is he saying? I've said heaven and earth uh, uh, as a record. He said, I wrote it down. It's, a, it's recorded. It's documented. Child of God, we can't get around that. We can't get around no. that. So I wanted to bring that out. Praise God. Now, that's powerful simply because, watch this, it's the Word of God. Amen. <clears throat> In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Brother Paul made a statement. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it, what is it? The gospel. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it is the power of God unto <clears throat> salvation to everyone, here it is, that believes. Everyone that what? Everyone that believes. Not everyone that believe it when they see it or feel it or taste it. No. To everyone that believes. 
you have to believe. Look, I, I have a saying. It's, it's not, it's not proper grammar, but I'm not trying to make proper grammar statements. I'm trying to get the point over to you. And it sounds like this. You've got to got it before you get it. If you don't got it, you will never get it. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? In other words, you've got to believe it before you see anything. You must believe it. So if you don't believe it, how can you receive it? Receiving is predicated upon believing. You got to got it before you get it. It comes because you got it. And we're talking about you are already healed. See, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then God is going to heal me. No, that's carnal. You have to get to the place where you really believe that you are healed right now, regardless to what it looks like or what you feel like. And see, people say, well, well, I don't want to lie. I don't want to say I'm healed when I know I'm hurting. See? Again, I ask this question, I want to ask it again, who's the real you? See? You are three-part being. You are spirit, soul, and body. It's more to you than your physical body. And your mind, which is your soulless realm. There's a third part to you. Your, it's your spirit. It cannot be seen. It cannot be felt. It is impossible to contact your spirit any other way except believing what the word of God says. There's no other way to do it. Why? Your flesh profit nothing. It's the spirit that quickens. What did Jesus say? What I say to you, they are spirit and they are life. His word revealed to us what? Spiritual truth. And it's true whether you feel it or not. But you see, people can't believe that things are true if they can't feel it. If it's not in their emotion, it does not exist. And there are many people who go to church, who say they believe, they're acting a certain way, trying to get healed. No, this is a finished word. It's a heart condition. See? It's a heart condition. Listen. God loves us so much, he will meet you where your faith is. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? Mm -hmm. See, he'll meet you where you are. But listen, the truth is you have already been healed. God that did everything for you to be healed already. First Peter mm -hmm. 2.24, by his stripes you were. By his stripes you were. He had already done his part. It's over, but it's in your spirit. And you have to grow it out. You are the one Amen. who have to manifest it in your flesh. See? Yeah. Now listen. 
you have to get this attitude that God has already healed me. I'm not waiting on God. If you're waiting on God to touch you, for God to release his power, he have already done that. It's now on the inside of you. It's up to you whether you get healed, not God. And some of you are like, man, well, I thought I was trusted in the Lord. Listen, God moves completely independent of you. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, here it is, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God has already blessed you. Did you catch that? He has already yes, done it, Dallas. It's not yes. something that has to be done. If you're looking at healing, there's something that's still out there in the future, and you are hoping, you know, maybe this person here will be able to help me. Maybe, you know, I'll do the right thing and then I'll get healed. See, when you have that mindset, you'll have to depend on somebody else's faith. And that's the wrong thing to do. See, God has already done it. And he has already put raising from the dead power on the inside of you. See, it's totally up to you. Well, well what are you saying? I've been begging and pleading with God and standing and fasting, and I've been doing this. But you've been doing it with a mindset of trying to get healed instead of believing that you were healed, Helen. Absolutely. See? Now, that's going over some people's head right now. But listen, you got to know that you are. Now, some people are like, well, how can I believe that? How can I believe that when I don't feel like it? And the doctors told me I'm sick. Folks, you're controlled by your senses. But this is this reality. That's your problem. You're thinking it's what you feel and see is more real than the spiritual world. But did you know the spiritual world is what created the physical world? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, it says, By faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of, a, of things which do not appear. It didn't say made of nothing. It was things that exist in the spirit realm. The spiritual world existed before the physical world. The spiritual world is the parent force. See, the parent is greater than what it creates. This physical world is going to pass away. But you see, you and I are spirit beings. Your physical body will someday lay down, but your spirit never dies. It always exists. Every person's spirit is still existing. The spirit world is more real than this physical realm. The spirit okay. world is more real than what you are feeling in your body. Go ahead, Helen. No, go ahead. You're on the roll. I love it. See, listen. You must understand you live in the spirit world. Mm -hmm. The spirit world is, is look, the natural world, rather, is controlled by the spirit world. You got to get that. 
is controlled by the what? The natural world is controlled by the spirit world. And many people do not understand that. They think, you know, well, I know I'm having this experience. I know what I'm feeling. I know what I see. I know what the doctor said. And how can I be healed when I still have all the symptoms that the doctor said? That's kernel. You're controlled by your senses. But my brothers and sisters, what you see and what you feel is not more real than the spiritual world. See, again, the spirit world is what created this physical world. But you see, again, in Hebrews 11 and 3, the spirit world framed up this natural world. The Bible says it was made out of things which do not appear. It didn't say that it was made of nothing. The spirit world existed before the physical world. Again, the spirit world is the parent. This physical world is going to pass away, but the spiritual world will not. You and I are spirit beings. See? But your spirit never dies. It always exists. Every person's spirit is still existing. In other words, your deliverance is more real than what you are feeling right now. Mm -hmm. See? It's much more real than that. See, there are too many people living by how they feel. They're living by what the doctor says. Now, don't misunderstand. I'm not against doctors. Helen is not against doctors. If it wasn't for doctors, many Christians would have been dead a long time ago. But doctors are not God. And listen, the mass majority of them are not spiritual. See, the doctors tell you what's happening in the physical, natural realm. But if you are taking the word of the doctor above the word of God, you are colonel. Uh-uh. might say, well, man, you're weird. Well, I think you're weird by taking the word of the doctor over the word of the Lord when Jesus said, by his stripes you were healed. If you were, you are. He didn't say you're going to be healed. See, listen. You're not fighting to get healed. You are coming from a healing. It happened 2,000 years ago. And Satan is trying to steal from you what's rightfully yours. Don't allow it. Don't let him take it. It is so much easier to defend and hold on to something that you have than it is to go get something that you don't have. Somebody said, well, over there is healing, and I'm going to be healed. You already distanced yourself from it. You already said, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to be there someday. But you know what? Mm. Listen. <clears throat> Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Now, if I get over there, you already there. But you keep saying, I'm not healed yet. You're going to have trouble getting over there. But if you are already there, they're going to have trouble getting you from there. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Absolutely. Many people don't believe that they have been healed. And the doctor tells them they're sick. And then they start trying to use faith to confess that I'm going to be healed in the name of Jesus. 
and mm-hmm. I'm going to overcome this. It's a lot easier to stand and say, I reject this, I was healed, I am healed, and go my way right. to believe. Amen. See, what did Jesus say? The words I'm speaking to you, they're spirit and they're life. God's word is spiritual truth. And he said, you were healed. It's already done, folks. Amen. Go ahead, Helen. Amen. I like that you say God's word is spiritual truth. And that is basically the concept. That's the foundation of what we're looking at this morning. So we must begin to operate from that platform, from that uh, premise that his word is. It's, it's everything. If there is yes. no word, then we have nothing to, to base our faith on. That's right. That's right. See, what is it? Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is. The substance of things hope for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Let me use it this way. This is the Larry Elder version of that scripture. Now faith is the substance of my healing. It is the evidence of what my body don't feel yet. Well, how can it be evident? Because that. Whether your physical senses pick it up or not, Jesus said by his Christ you were. Now, here's where you have to make the decision to believe him over the dictate of what you are feeling in your physical body. See, again, the spirit world rules over your physical body. Did you know that? The spirit world rules over everything. And you have to grab a hold to that. We're talking about you are already healed. You're already healed. Somebody said, well, one of these old days. Listen. No. No. A thousand times no. You are healed right now. If you make the decision to believe that, speak that, act. Can I tell you something? Your physical body will have to respond to that. In other words, it'll have to line up with the word of God. It'll have to line up with exactly Jesus say he have already done. Oh yeah, that's the way this thing works. Are you getting this today? Yeah. See, a lot of miracles happen. But the majority of people who receive instant manifestation, they see a healing. Because of this mindset that we're talking about. Now, there are other ways to be healed. There are eight ways to be healed. But see, when you quit trying to do something to get God to respond to them, hoping, you know, we could say things like, pray enough, live holy enough, you know, instead, believe that you are healed. See? Believe that you are healed. And when you do that, you can start fighting and resisting the sickness and disease. See? Folks, listen. You would be so amazed. There was a man. He had a big ball up on his chest, close up to the collarbone. That thing was big as a grapefruit. 
And here's what I told him. He was in, he was in a, a healer line that I had. Listen, here's what I told that man. Sir, you are healed. Don't try to get healed. You are already healed right now. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? You already are healed. Now, you would be amazed to know you are what the Lord says you are, even though your eyes are telling you something else. Now, let me tell you something. When you believe God, in spite of what these physical eyes are seeing, a intelligent, conscious decision, I don't care what it looks like, I am healed. You know what happened? That thing starts oozing all kind of stuff. Folks, let me tell you something. In a week's time, that thing had melted down, it dissolved, it was gone, and the man had no scar tissue, nothing like that. It was totally gone. Are y'all getting what I'm saying to you? Amen. He was totally healed. Now, somebody could have said to him, man, be realistic. Come on. There it is in front of your eyes. Folks, the man believed the word. He was healed. He didn't try to get healed. He took the word of God that I gave him. He knew in his heart that he had it. And this is what most people miss it. And when people cross this threshold, see, Helen and I are doing things that get you over this threshold. But you got to turn loose that kernel mind. What's that? What's the doctor say? It doesn't matter what the word says. See, they're not going to let the God get the word of God get in the way of what they believe. This is what I feel. This is what the doctor said. I can see this. What's wrong with you? Are you in denial? I'm not denying that the physical world exists, but I am denying that that's all there is. Because there's another part of you. There's another world out here. If I have already blessed God says with all spiritual blessings, not some, but all, and one of those blessings is healing, you are already healed is what it means. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? See, he keeps saying the same thing over and over. He said, you are highly favored. You are accepted in the beloved. Did you know? In Ephesians 1.6, it says, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein that he has made us accepted in his beloved. The word accepted there is used one other time in the New Testament, and that's when the angel appeared to Mary to say, highly Favor, Mary, you are. The Lord is with you. The only time mm-hmm. that this is used when it says Mary was highly favored. You are highly favored. You are blessed. You are accepted. Now, if you read the terminology, which we don't have time to go through today, it's not saying, you know, if you just do this, 
and do that if you would just do this, you know, kill five arched potatoes, eat some sweet peas. No, 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 no. You are already blessed. You already accepted. You already had it. Yeah, First Peter two twenty four. Yes. See, First Peter, First Peter two. Go ahead. First Peter two twenty four is the foundation for what you just said. You said you are already healed. You are already blessed. <clears throat> it says, First Peter two twenty four says, who his own self, that's Jesus. You can put his name right there. Bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we, put your name right there, Carolyn, Betty, Joe, Bob, being dead to sin. See, you are dead to sin. Now you should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes? Who is he? Who is he talking about whose? By Jesus' stripes. Watch this word. You were. Look at that verb. You were. That's past tense, right, Larry? You were healed. And that's what we're talking about today. You are already healed. That's where we get our word from. You are already healed. You see it? That's right. You are already healed. That's the foundation scripture for this message today. You are already healed. They say, well, you know, that's, that's nice in words. But you know, my body is racking with sickness over here. Right. Let me explain that to you. We know that whenever God says something, we just saw that over in Deuteronomy. It's his word, and we have to believe that. That's the foundation for our faith, right? But it's kind of difficult, you know, when you know you're seeing all these symptoms in your body. Well, let me explain that to you, child of God, in these last few minutes that we have. What does John 10, 10 say? Anybody familiar with John 10 and 10? John 10 and 10, let me share it with you before we leave. It says, the thief cometh not but to what? Steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that they might have what? Life. And that they may have it more abundantly. The amplified version of that says, I came that they may have and enjoy life. Well, if you're sick, you're certainly not enjoying life. Enjoy life and have it, watch this word, in abundance. In abundance. That's where we're going in 2021. See, that abundance mm-hmm. is, is all, also connected to your healing. That you may have it in abundance to the full. Till it what? Overflows. Well, you said that's contradictory. One minute he's giving it to us, but yet we over here sick. What's the deal? How do we, how do we appropriate it? How do we understand that? Well, I just showed you. Jesus already did this. First Peter 2.24. He already, he's already died. He's already gone to the cross. He's already given his life. He took all your sickness and sins in his own body upon the first Peter 2.24. So you, Callum, Betty, Jim, Bob, Helen, Larry, do not have to have it in yours. Well, why is it in my body? I just showed you. John 10, 10. There's a thief. Are you listening to me out there? The thief. Oh, yeah. He came and he stole it from you. 
Now, listen, don't get upset about it, but we got to show you the truth. We must lay it out where you can grab a hold to it and understand it because we can speak spiritual things all day, but if you don't understand them, how can you walk in it? Well, so here it is. He is here and he, see, you are not the sick. I want to lay that foundation. You are not the sick. You are the healed who Satan is trying to make sick. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. Because of what Jesus did for you at Calvary. See, so for you to walk around with sickness in your body and not try to uh, defend you what he's done, it's like you're saying, well, he didn't do this. It's like you're saying what he did was in vain. It's like you're saying his dying was in vain. What he did at Calvary was in vain. See, so you know he did this. All of us who are saved, we know this. We attest to this. We we confess this. We believe this. Sure, we do. But then what you got to do is when you got, when you began to understand spiritual things, you say, well, why am I sick if he took my sickness? Because there's a thief that has come to steal it. John 10, 10 said he comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. Who is he killing and destroying? Those that God has healed and delivered. Those that are, are uh, belong to God. But God says, I'll show you how to stand against him. You've got to stand against him with my word. You have to stand against the thief. Now, most of you know, if someone came into your home right now, let's put it in perspective. Well, we can understand it and say, I'm going to, I'm just going to walk out with that refrigerator. I like it. I think it's, it will go nice in my home. Well. Mm-hmm. Ladies, I hear you out there now. I already hear you <laughs> saying, oh, no, you're not taking my refrigerator. Honey, there's someone here saying they're taking our refrigerator. You call your husband, your son, your the police, anybody. You're going to stop the thief from taking your refrigerator. You're not walking out of here with my refrigerator. I just bought that that beautiful stainless steel refrigerator, and you are not taking it. Hello, ladies. See? That's the way you have to get about your your healing. You got to tell the thief, oh, no, Jesus already died. Jesus paid the price for me. First Peter 2.24 says, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. And the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes I'm healed. That's uh, Isaiah 53.5. And first Peter says, who his own self bear my sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar that I, Helen Elder, uh, might be healed and made hope by his, by the wounds that, the stripes that he took. See, that was already done. So you have to begin to speak to your body. It's the same way you speak to the thief in your kitchen and say, you're not going to take my refrigerator. That's the same way you speak to the thief that says, you're not going to take my healing. You are not going to take my healing. Devil, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree you will not take my healing. Stand your ground. But don't just stand your ground saying what you feel because he will never uh, listen to what you feel. You must know these words. You must know the key. You must know the words to stand against him with. That works in the natural, honey. There's a man here trying to steal my refrigerator. Well, here comes your husband with his 45 or whatever. He's got to defend his home. Now, you're not walking out here with that refrigerator, mister. Get out of here. Now, that's the natural. But Mm -hmm. that won't work in the spirit realm. See, that's what we're talking about today, understanding spiritual things. 
See, in the spirit realm, you can't pull a 45 on Satan. Hello, somebody. He doesn't have a body. You can shoot all day long. That's not going to stop him. But I tell you what will stop him. Oh, no, Mr. Devil, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I was healed by the stripes of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. My body is healed from the crown of my head to the very soles of my feet because Jesus, who his own self bare my sins and his own body on the tree is on an altar. He offered himself on it that I, Helen Elder, might die and cease to exist of sin and live unto righteousness. And by his stripes, I was healed and I'm healed today. And you are not going to walk out of here with my healing. Put it back, devil, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I hope you caught that. Yeah. See, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Satan will flee. And then as you go, you're going to begin to feel your body line up with the word of God. I am healed. You have to say that, child of God. Just like you would say to the thief in the kitchen. You're not walking out here with my refrigerator. You think a thief will run just because you stand up there and look at him and say nothing? No, you have to speak words to him. You have to tell him, you are not walking out of here with my brand new refrigerator. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. You get your husband. You get your grown son. You get that 45. You get whatever you have to defend that your refrigerator. Why don't you do something to defend the thief that's trying to steal your healing? Why won't you do that? Many of us didn't know how. That's okay. But that's why we're on this line. That's why we do what we do. That's why we're sharing. We're spending an hour every Saturday morning. That's why we do this from 930 to 1030, hoping that you will get it, hoping that you will grasp something that you say, I didn't know that. Okay, now I know. And just knowing is not enough. Child of God, we have to get to the place where we become bold in the word, bold in the word. So don't try to speak before you have faith for it, just because I share with you what to say. No, spend time reading First Peter 2.24. Spend time developing your faith around it. <clears throat> spend time getting strong in all the words that, that Apostle Larry is feeding us on Saturday morning. Write down these scriptures. Spend time in them, meditating on them. So when the thief does show up to try to steal your, your, your health and strength, when he does show up and try to put sickness and disease on you, you're ready. That's right. He's going to find that, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is the wrong one here. This one has a, a loaded 45 waiting for me. And that loaded mm-hmm. 45 is the word of God. In your mm-hmm. mouth, coming from your heart. Words in your mouth, in your heart, coming from your mouth. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Are you listening? That's right. From the abundance of your heart. How did those words get in your heart? You put them there. You meditated on them day and night. You know, some of us constantly prepare for natural things. Making sure that gun is in the house. Making sure the doors are locked. Making sure that we have the alarm on. Making sure that, you know, we do that. But how many of us take the same precautions in the spirit realm? That's how the God there is to be. And you can't see him with your eyes. And that's where we miss it. Because we cannot see him with our eyes. We tend to give in to him. You know how we give in to it? Well, my mother had this. Well, my dad had this sickness. So I guess it's my turn. No, indeed. 
You know what you're saying? Jesus died in vain. He he went to the cross in vain. I don't care who had it. Everybody in your family could have had it. But you know what? Mm -hmm. You got to get to the place where you say the buck stopped here. My mom may have not known this. My dad maybe didn't know this. But I know it. I know it. And thank God I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to believe God. Thank God that somebody in my family is now getting a hold to the spiritual things on the side of life. And it's going to be me. You got to say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, it starts with me. That's right. It starts with me. So don't just try to defend yourself in the natural. You need to start defending yourself in the spirit realm. Don't let Satan walk off with your healing because I'm telling you, you are the heal. You may have all kinds of things going on in your body. And that's because we've slipped. We've let them in there. We, 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 how do we do? We excuse, we make, we make excuses. My mom had it. My dad had it. Child of God, my, my, my husband could tell you all kinds of sicknesses racking in his family. But he and I have stood on the word and said, not here. It's not coming on Larry Oates. All kinds of sicknesses is in my family. But we stood on the word and said, it's not coming here. Yeah. But you, but if you don't know the weapons that are spoken about in Ephesians, what did he say in Ephesians? The weapons of our warfare are not what? They're not carnal. They're mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of sickness in your body. Pulling down of these strongholds that's trying to come against you. Are you listening to me out there this morning? I pray that you are getting it. You are not the sick. You are the healed that Satan is stealing from and trying to make you become the sick. Yes. But you've got to stand on the word of God and defend your body from sickness and disease the same way you would defend your home or your natural mm-hmm. property from a thief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The difference is you could see the thief in the natural and you can't see him in the spirit, so you accept it. Stop accepting that. Go into 2021 with a new perspective. I will have abundance in every area of my life and that includes my healing. Come on, God. That's right. Look what he says. I want you to have life and I want you to have it in abundance. I want you to have it to the full until it overflows. If you are sick, you will not enjoy. I don't care. You can have a trillion dollars. If your body is sick, you will not enjoy. You will not enjoy until it overflows. Come on. Let's get on board with this this morning. And let's take our place. I know I've gone over the time, Larry, but I just wanted to get that in. That's good. Praise God. Somebody needs to hear that.